Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The good, the bad, the ugly at 803. Monday morning quarterback presented by Warren Injury Lawyers. Ed Norris, what's good? I'm getting away from this game. I'm going to go with Christian McCaffrey. That guy is just, he's a special player. Lions look like that game, and it looked like they had the game in hand. They're up twenty-four-seven at the half. You can never count that Forty-Niners though. McCaffrey counted for one hundred thirty-two yards total. Total offense: ninety yards in the ground, forty-two in the air, two touchdowns. He just—he's just the best right now. He really is. He just makes such an impact. Um, just a lot—a lot of big story. A lot of offense in that game. Lions ran for one hundred eighty-two yards and. Um, crazy catch by Ayuk at the end of the game it was a mm-hmm. fluke that actually saved the game for them because the Lions were going to win. Um, but yeah, McCaffrey had a big day. Doesn't it feel like Dan Campbell's the type of guy to hit on twenty at blackjack and then he'd go, "I know there's an ace in there somewhere." <laughs> like that's how he, there are a couple questionable plays he had yeah. in that game. But I was saying to somebody else, we were watching McCaffrey, and I'm just like, "God, I, you know what I'm saying it to my wife? That's why I was laying in bed next to him, unless somebody else was there." But like he's so he falls forward. He's so much stronger than you think. He's so much faster than you think. Yeah. Um, and then he was leading them in receiving for the longest period of time because nothing else was going on. Mm. Mike Preston, what's bad? The bad. We're back to the same questions we're going to ask about Lamar. We've been asking for six years, five years. We're now back to him again. He may win his, his second most valuable player award. The first came in 2019. But it wasn't a great performance yesterday, even though – he had 336 or 326 of the Ravens, 336 yards of total offense because overall he has a 57.4% completion rate in six playoff games. He has six TDs, six interceptions, and a 2-4 and four record. So the bad news is we're going to be asking these questions again. Can he win the big one? Because it's one thing to beat Houston – it's another thing to lose to Kansas City because yesterday was the defining game for him and it didn't get answered. Jeremy Kanawha was ugly. Well, I think there's quite a, di- a few different ways to go in this, and I'll piggyback off of Mike and just talk about the Ravens. 
Uh, we say it all the time. The best team doesn't necessarily always win the Super Bowl. It's a team that gets hot at the right time. I thought, and I still think, that the Ravens are the best team in the NFL and were this year. Just a damn shame with the way that the game went that you're not getting that opportunity to showcase that you didn't earn it. I didn't come out and play well. And I, I think that, you know, with with what Mike's saying about Lamar, that narrative just keeps continuing to build until you get it done. And this was, I don't like saying anything's a perfect season, but I thought everything set up well. Joe Burrow's back next year. Pittsburgh's going to make some tweaks and try to fix some things. The Browns were playing well. What happens if they Harbor figured out? Harbor the Chargers. Yeah, like the AFC is very dangerous. You got to see what happens with your coordinators. So I think encompassing all of that makes it feel ugly on a very ugly Monday after the Ravens lose. 410-583-1057. That's the number. Let's go to Steve in Baltimore. Good morning, Steve. Good morning. Yeah, Harbor and, and, and Lamar Blewett, man, they choke. Just like my buddy said, he's a Steelers fan. Listen. Uh, um, Lamar need to go back to how he played from Pee Wee to college. He need to go be dual quarterback. Like he did stop trying to be what other people say. Be run when he don't have no no time in the freaking uh, pocket, man. Move and stop making them come and get you. And that's what's been happening to him. Because his, his offensive line is no good, especially Ron Stanley. Man, he need to go. He need to go. They knew he was hurt. He shouldn't have been playing. You know what I mean? And they lost. Hey, thanks a lot, Steve. Appreciate it, man. 410-583-1057. Bob and Timonium. What's up, Bob? How y'all doing this morning? Doing well. How are you? I'm a little frustrated. Hey, y'all. You're talking about not running the football. If you go back and look at it, every time we play Kansas City, we come up with this deal about we must put up 35 points, 40 points, and we get into throwing the ball a lot. Evidence of that is in the first quarter, we're down there on, I think, about our own 30, and we're fourth and one in the first quarter going for it. You know, if you don't make that play, Lamar doesn't make that big play there, you're in trouble, you know, a couple scores down. But I think they always feel like, you know, hey, Mahomes going to put up 35. We got to put up 35. And Lamar even said it in the interview, I could have run the ball, but we had to score points. Hey, thanks a lot. Appreciate it, Bob. And, yeah. and when you go back to it and you look at those third down conversions, the fourth down that the Chiefs went for, that's when you tip your cap that they, it feels like they make those plays all the freaking time when it matters. The Chiefs? Yeah, I'm yeah. not like I'm not big. I've said this before, the clutch gene and all that stuff that people try to bring up. But I'm telling you what, man, you put that team in a situation where it's like, damn, I don't know if I'd go for it. They, it almost feels like they figure it out every time. That's how I felt about the Patriots when they were going through their um, – their stretch run there in the, uh, you know, in, in the, oh, what was that? Whatever you wanted. In the beginning of the 2000s, all the way up till when Brady finally left. 410-583-1057. Let's go to Baltimore. Get Sean. Good morning to you, Sean. Good morning, guys. How are you? Doing Good. well. How are you? Good. I just want to say a few things, and I'm gone real quick. The two things that um are very similar between Pat Mahomes and Tom Brady is that mental toughness, no matter what the game brings to him. Right now, at this point in his career, I'm sorry, Lamar has all the physical attributes, but that mental toughness and that strength mentally just to overcome whatever's in front of him, he's not there yet, unfortunately. But will he? Maybe, but they might not get another chance to get there, but he's just not there yet. You guys can talk all you want about anything, but that mental toughness is the key to get past games like this. He doesn't have it yet. Have a good day. You too. You know, but I I thought he had gotten to that point. 
I, I was surprised by the way he played yesterday. I thought, you know, even though he got rattled, and he's been rattled a couple of times. He got rattled against San Francisco. Um, he got rattled in the first game, I mean, last game against um, Houston. And, it, and he just kind of worked his way out of it. And I was thinking, okay, well, he's going to work his way out of this one because I've seen this before. And he never did come out of out of, out of the funk. So maybe there's something to that. To that, but also you got to give credit to Kansas City. I mean, take, they had some good players on that team, and those those uh, cornerbacks were very good. Four ten five eight three one zero five seven. That's the number. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Um, more fan reaction at eight thirty. But on the other side, we're going to take a in depth, more in depth look at Lamar Jackson's performance yesterday, right here on the fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Very proud of my team. You know, um, new system, um, offensive coordinator, uh, different things, you know, different things we've seen, motion, stuff like that. Adversity at the beginning of the season, you know, we wasn't playing well. People don't know what the Ravens' offense or defense is going to look like. And we made it all the way to this point. You know, uh, a goal short. We made it here, but we just got to finish next time. But I'm very proud of my team, all phases. That's Lamar Jackson after yesterday's 17-10 loss in the AFC Championship game to the Kansas City Chiefs, falling one game short. Jeremy Kahn, we've heard a lot of people talk about his performance last night. Your thoughts on Lamar Jackson? Yeah, it wasn't great. Uh, still question the, you know, I heard his answer to throwing it to likely there. I'm listening to the people that are talking about the pass interference, although I think that's one you you swallow. The ball was thrown short. The defender was there. Likely's momentum was taking him. And I've seen the still shot of him wrapping his arms around him, kind of like he push, he ends up pushing him with his body, essentially. Um, but I just thought there was some questionable decision-making. I would have liked to have seen him take off and run a little bit more when he's looking downfield and doesn't see anybody open. 
Um, if he does have total control of the offense, could he have checked out to a few more runs? I, you know, don't know. But look, I don't know why they just totally got away from the run and had him throwing it. Um, it's sad because, like, again, I think he's the MVP this year. He didn't play like it yesterday. No, he didn't. He didn't play it. He had a couple wow moments. I mean, look, at the, same time, he, at the same time, he didn't play like a quarterback that has me going to the offseason looking for a quarterback. No, no, not, not at all. Um, not, not, not at all. But I thought he's had better games. Well, no, I mean, that's, that, that's silly to say. He's definitely had better games. And you, the expectation that he built based on what he's done this year and when he's done it against good teams, you expected a lot more than what you got from him yesterday. Oh, of course. And, and how could you blame us as a fan base for, for expecting more? I mean, look, look at what they did to the two teams that fought for the, the NFC Championship yesterday. Just think about it. They just they, they annihilated both of them. Yeah, they did. Both of them, as well as everybody else. You know, the, the Dolphins and the Seahawks and the, the, everybody who was going to be a playoff team. This, um, the Jaguars. This, is this the worst Chiefs team that we've seen, and they're back in the Super Bowl again? I, I hope you guys understand what I'm saying. Like Of all those Chiefs teams that made the run, this might be the weakest one. I think it is. Yeah. And here they are again, man. Yeah. But I, I, it's, it's a one game. You know, it's a one-game series. I, I think they're weak offensively compared to previous years, but they're, they're better def- defensively. Their defense is good. Yeah. Fair enough. I mean, that, I, I think when we look at the Chiefs, we always thought of them as an offensive-driven team, right? Like, that's that's what scares you the most about them. But now it's kind of flipped a little bit, even though, I mean, that's still 15 back there slinging it around, and 87's yeah. the best in the game at it. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's a Chiefs team that definitely is vulnerable, a little more vulnerable than they've been in years past. However, that's still number th- uh, 15 back there. But I, – I think more of my, my, to be honest with you, the Kansas City Chiefs defense won that game last night. Right. That's what that's, that's the thing. That's their peg. And, and I think um, Mahomes is comfortable with that. He made, uh, some, he made some plays, but the defense right, won that game. Right, but, and he knew, just like in the second half of that game, I don't have to go out of my way to try to force things and make things happen because it, we have a defense. And I have Kelsey, and I have a running game. Right. So he has those things, so he didn't have to take any risk, any chances. What would you do... Mike, if you're Lamar Jackson in the offseason, you spend your offseason doing what? No, I, I think Lamar Jackson is fine. I think the Ravens need to spend their offseason going to find some offensive linemen. Okay. that's If I was going into the draft, I'm looking at left tackles. I'm looking at uh, right tackle. I'm looking at building for the future because the future is now. I mean, Ronnie Stanley, Morgan Moses, that's the best you got. You got the two guards that are free agents. Uh, what do you, what do you do with those guys? And they're not young players. No, so you you got to rebuild and stop going out and 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 getting these guys who are too big that can't pass block. You know, like Ben Cleveland. Got to have guys who can bend, who are versatile, who are athletic. They're out there. You just got to go find them. And that's where if if I were the Ravens, I would start looking right there. And and they did miss. Keith Mitchell, because if you're going to have a guy and you only have six carries, this is the guy you want to have the ball because he might break one, and, and, and that changes the game. So they do miss that speed because he has the potential to take it to the house, and, and they don't have that guy. Oh, and they sure didn't give him enough runs to try to do that yesterday. Ed, you agree with Michael's assessment? It's not so much Lamar Jackson that needs to do a lot in the offseason. The Ravens need to do a lot on that line. 
The line for sure, because it's going to change dramatically. And and even if it if it's not going to change organically, it needs to be changed. Um, our tackles are not great right now. Zeitler's probably going to be gone. You know, you got a, a solid center for the future, but I mean, that's that's about it. And you're going to have to bolster the line. But Lamar didn't look good, and uh, you know, I, listen, I, no one in the studio bashes him. But I, we're all, I say all fans of his. I admire you know what he can do. He didn't look good yesterday, you know, and it's you've got to look your best when the, the lights are the brightest, and it just it didn't. It just didn't. Period. And I don't know if it was scheme or, or whatever, but the fact they only had six carries by the running backs uh-huh. it was a, it's preposterous preposterous and then that affects the, the passing game because now they know you're going to pass it just i don't like the, what i saw it's just i'm very i'm just disappointed that's all 410-583-1057 that's the number Baltimore's big bad morning show on the fan let's go out to richmond and get greg what's up greg hey how's it going fellas real quick uh disappointing loss obviously people uh being critical of lamar preposterous to me Zay Flowers breaks that plane. He has two touchdown passes, 270 yards. Don't understand why people are throwing shade at him. Uh, the other thing, my question is, what's the deal with uh, Ronnie Stanley's contract, and do you guys want to keep him for next season? Thank Go you very us. much. Thank you. Go Hoops. I mean, I've never seen anybody rotate left tackles in and out um, in a game. To try to keep him fresh to the end of the season, it, and it, it didn't work yesterday. It may have worked the week before. But, but, um, I, but I, I guess I think the last call is part of the problem. People just we forgive everything that we see because no one wants to be critical. Sometimes you gotta you gotta just call balls and strikes. Yeah, if if Zay Flowers you know broke the plane with the ball, it would have changed the game perhaps. You know, if, if the Queen had ball, she she'd be king. It's like didn't happen. It didn't happen. Right, so like you, sure? you can't keep saying that. And then Lamar did throw into triple coverage. He threw a pick in the end zone into triple coverage. He fumbled the ball. I mean, it's just he didn't play well. He didn't have a good game. Right. But just say it. He did not have a good game. Patrick Queen does have balls. How do you know? I heard four ten five eight three one zero five seven. That's the number. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. AFC North report, end of the season. AFC North report at 845. But on the other side, more calls. Want to hear from you right here on the fan. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 8.30 in the a.m., Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show, Monday Morning Quarterback, presented by Wonkin Injury Lawyers. Let's go out to the phone lines. want to hear from you. Eric and Randallstown, what's up, man? Good afternoon. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Uh, basically, uh, the Ravens were completely outcoached yesterday. No way in the world that uh, Kansas City comes in there with one weapon, and Kelsey, uh, and Kelsey is running all over the field catching balls. Uh, that's one. Two, uh, Ronnie Stanley has got to go. He can't block a robocall. Mm. And three, uh, it's been 12 years. And it's the second time that we've had the number one seed and that we've come up short again. And um, I'm going to take the hard call like like one of you all just stated. Uh, we need to take a serious look about uh, whether or not John Harbaugh, his message has gone stale, and we need a new and fresh approach. 
Thank you, gentlemen. You have a great day. Thank you, you too. It's a tough thing to say after the team just lost in the AFC Championship that you need a new coach. At some point it happens, but I'm more worried about losing Mike McDonald, although I think Anthony Weaver would be one that slides right in, uh, becomes your defensive coordinator, but who knows? Who knows what they would do? Um, but, yeah, I like – I don't want to lose McDonald. I, I, I Harbaugh, I think, is a good coach. But, again, every time we've done this before, everybody's you – know, their statement goes stale after a while. Coaches are hired to be fired, and we've got a bunch that have been in here for a long time. Tom in Baltimore. What's up, Tom? Hey, uh, well, I guess I'll probably repeat some of the things. Uh, I don't understand a lack of running attack. Uh, Mike was crediting the Kansas City Chiefs for their defensive game plan. Well, they pretty much copied a lot of what Houston did, but they did it better. So if they're up to doing that, why can't we look at the Buffalo game and say we got to run the ball? Lamar going, oh, uh, we were down with almost three quarters to go, so we abandoned the run. It just doesn't make any kind of sense. And I would have sworn I heard Harbaugh at halftime interviews say, we got to establish the run. Well, do Lamar and the OC just blow them off? Well, I don't know why they weren't running as much. You know, they they want to go to the what the game flow kind of took them out of it. It, it looks it looks eerily similar to that Titans game. Let's go to Elkins City and get Kevin. What's up, Kevin? Morning, y'all. How you doing? Doing well. How are you? I'm doing jumping jacks over here because mm. we're still breathing. Yeah. Um. <laughs> honestly, I thought when Gus broke that off tackle run, I was like, all right, cool we found a weakness in their defense a little bit, right? Because he, he got like eight or so yards on that. Then the only other carry they give him is a blow-up carry, per se. That that didn't help us out. But uh, it's okay to be hard on our players. Yeah, yo, our offense stunk the joint up compared to what we've done all season. Yeah, we stunk it up. Ten points is, is, is a third of what we had all year. But – uh. I hope Lamar Jackson comes back with that demon look in his eyes. Yeah, we, it's okay. It happens. We lost. And to the other caller, Kansas City has more than one weapon, my dude. You weren't watching the game. Thanks, fellas. Have a great day. Thank you. You too. I agree with that. I mean, just you got a one hall. Of, they have other than Patrick Mahomes. They have one Hall of Famer, but they've got many weapons. Let's go to Catonsville and get Vincent. What's up, Vincent? Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? All right. What's on your mind? Uh, man, there's a lot on my mind. I just got to say, there, there's a lot to the game there that, that was just left out. There was some fumbles and stuff like that, but the play calling and, and the decision-making by the coaches was just just, just mind-blowing. Like, it was just crazy to me because last week we got blitzed a lot by Houston, and we changed the game plan and ran for over 200 yards. We get blitzed a lot by uh, KC and continue to throw the ball. That is like that is ridiculous. And then like everyone's trying to blame it on Lamar. And I'm like, yeah, he threw a pick, but he can't block for himself. He can't catch every ball for himself. You know, he is a is a lot of is a lot of things that went on in that game where it was just kind of sketchy, and I didn't understand what our our Hall of Fame head coach or uh, championship freaking offensive coordinator was doing. And we had Travis Kelsey go 11 for 11. We were shading double teams to right side, but didn't double team the Hall of Fame tight end. Just ridiculous. Hey, thanks a lot, my man. 410-583-1057. Ellicott City. Ben, what's up, Ben? Hey, guys. Love the show. Um, 
I just wanted to make a quick comment. I, I, you know, I don't know. Everybody's talking about the run game, and I, and I completely agree. I, I just did they watch tape on the Buffalo game, and why didn't we bang Gus, bring in Dalvin Cook too? Everybody just to get establish something. And I just felt like yesterday. I don't know if Lamar was checking out of plays, but if Todd Munkin wanted him to drop back and sit in the pocket on every play, which it seemed like that's what they were doing every play. That's not the kind of quarterback he is. You got to mix things up. I just think that they panicked when they got down seven nothing, and they did come back and tie the game. But they just abandoned the run game, and I, I'm scratching my head. I just don't understand it. But we'll never know. <laughs> yeah. We'll never know because they're, they're not going to tell us. Not at all. I, mean, I think Lamar, what he said after the game was he's not going to throw his offensive coordinator under the bus. David, Baltimore. What's up, David? Hey, good morning, y'all. Good morning. Good morning, you too. Uh, I got a couple of questions. I'm going to be real quick. Uh, Kansas City didn't beat us. The Ravens beat themselves with the turnovers. Uh, those two interceptions on the goal line and that fumble, we be singing a different story right now today. But they didn't give up no points. They ain't like Kansas City score at all in the second half. And I think Odell Beckham is gone. I wish they would have brought in D-Hall for Tennessee. And one more question. What do y'all think about bringing Mike Evans in? And I'll listen to y'all on that. Well, there's uh, there's a couple of names that are out there at the wide receiver position that are really interesting. Don't know if they hit the open market. And to me, they're they're very similar receivers in Michael Pittman Jr. and Mike Evans. They're both coming up. It, just, it does not mean they're going to hit the market. Um, that being said, yeah, who wouldn't want to have a Mike Evans? He's one of the more underrated receivers in the He's league. One of the best in the league. I, I don't know how you bring back Beckham after what we saw from you him can't. at the end. You of can't. The year. You can't. The, be- the best team won yesterday. I. I, I on on that day, they were the best team. They won. That's Unfortunately, just on that day. Yes, that's Ravens the way, are a much better team. That's yeah. the way I always look at it. If you get beat on that day, they were the better team on that day. And and keep, let's, to clarify with Beckham, I think Beckham would want to come back. Mm-hmm. I don't think they necessarily want to Not at that price tag either. Yeah. Let's go to Jim in Annapolis. What's up, Jim? Hey, guys. Uh, just a couple things. One, I was – kind of on the run game i was actually kind of hoping beforehand before the game i was talking to my buddy that with mark andrews back i was expecting to see maybe a twin tight end with him and likely because you can do a lot from that with both those weapons on on their uh, middle threats and then open up the wrong game and then the last thing is uh there i think the coaches just changed their plan of attack a little bit too late like well on the drive where they flyers fumbled they were they they finally schemed him to get a lot more open, a lot more possessions. I just think they did a little bit too late. Thanks a lot for the call. Four ten five eight three one zero five seven. Beckham was uh, asked after the game about returning to Baltimore, and uh, you know he he responded to it. We, when we get that sound, we'll let you hear. But he he, he sounds like he wants to mm-hmm. come back to Baltimore. Let's go to Finksburg. Get Tom. What's up, Tom? Yeah, some calling because some of the plays that. Like when Lamar first got running play up through the right side of the line and he's wide open running down the field, why did he stop on that one? But <laughs> the other thing I was going to say is the three plays they got on baseball was when Likely got tackled and they didn't throw a flag. Beckham was being held running down the sideline they didn't get a flag. And then on that interception he thrown, Luckily, actually stopped and got pushed out of the way before that guy caught the ball, which should have been pass interference. Nope. Which would have gave him the ball at the one, because the ball's in the air. He stopped and he got pushed down to almost to the ground. 
But the other guys have the right to the ball as well he, when it's in the air. He went for the ball just like Likely did. I mean, plus he should have never thrown it anyway. You throw in a triple coverage and then try to say he underthrew it to get pass interference. I'm not buying that. See, but this is this is one too where no matter how you feel in this play, you're not changing my mind. I'm not changing your mind, right? Like that's and I get that you're gonna have plays like that in the game where I don't. I wouldn't have thrown a flag there if I was a referee, regardless of you know talking about who you're rooting for and what you have. I just think it was a terrible decision by Lamar to throw that. And then on top of it, like some of the things that the guy's talking about, it's all these if this, if that, if this. Like they had three turnovers. He had a, two turnovers in the end zone. It's two turnovers in the end zone, uh, three turnovers total, and 95 penalty yards. You're not winning that way. You beat yourself. And yeah. I'm not trying to take anything away from the Chiefs. Like hats off to no. them. This team's. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is so freaking ridiculously good. Appreciate it while you're watching it. We talked about it last week, guys. The guys that grew up in the Jordan era, the guys that, you know, even some of the guys in the LeBron era, mm-hmm. if you want to talk about the Warriors, like these players that played with some of the greats to ever play the game that didn't win a championship because they're up there eating all of them up. What do you do? This is the Odell Beckham Jr.'s response to coming back to Baltimore. Uh, I mean, I absolutely love this place. I don't know the political answer to that question, but I've, I've enjoyed every single um, moment. Um, I always talk about when I went to the Rams, like it made me fall in love with football again. And being here, Coach Harbs, Steve, EDC, like this, this felt like a home. Uh, it felt amazing for me, the city of Baltimore. I wanted it for the city of Baltimore more than anything. Wanted them to be able to have that moment where we're all standing on the field and, and the bank's rocking, but just came up short. So like I say, I'll take a step back, you know, evaluate future and just 410-583-1057 that's the number Baltimore's big bad morning show on the fan bite me Sal for the post game press conference at 9 o'clock but on the other side take a look around the FC North little report card for the division as uh, Ravens were the last team standing Baltimore's big bad morning show Monday morning quarterback on the fan season's officially over for the division the AFC uh, the only division in football that had four teams over 500 Worst team in the division was uh, the Cincinnati Bengals, and they did almost half the season without their quarterback. Uh, starting from the bottom, the Bengals, Jeremy, uh, Jeremy Carr, your thoughts on them, and what do they have to do entering the uh, offseason? Uh, they got a lot of things to figure out. Uh, so Joe Burrow coming back. I mean, remember we talked about he was at the top of his game. Everybody was in love with him, picking Cincinnati to go deep in the playoffs. Yeah, I did. And then he got hurt. And there's nothing wrong with it because when he's healthy, they're they're dynamite, right? They started off. We talked about his uh, what calf injury and some of the other things. Wearing a sleeve on his leg, things got worse. Um, so now, like you're going to have to figure out who you're bringing back and who you're letting go. I think they have an interesting decision to make with Joe Mixon because I think their uh, their backup Brown there is a little bit more explosive than him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, what are you doing with the wide receiving core? Because obviously, J- uh, Jamar Chase is there. Is T Higgins up? I believe he's up. Too. T Higgins is up. He's up. So business decisions. Where are you allocating that money? Can you keep two top end? Wide receivers with but, your quarterback. Uh, that's you hard got a, to do. You got a quarterback that's that's often injured. You do, but you also have teams who are in need of, of quarterbacks. This Jake Browning, maybe. Uh, I mean, because he proved he can play. The kid can play. Completed seventy percent of his passes, passer rating of ninety eight. And we're not talking about a small sample size. He had two hundred forty three attempts. Yeah, I think he's okay, but I, I like. Do, do you look at him differently than you looked at... I'm not saying quarterback controversy. Yeah, no, yeah, no, 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 no. I'm can saying, you get something for him? Yeah, can you get something for him is what I'm saying. Do you want to trade him if your quarterback's been injured? That's my point. Him, you know, you know so. he's often... You got an often injured quarterback. Do you want to try to flip him 
Or do you keep him because you don't know what goes on with Joe Burrow? And it sucks because, like, talking about Joe Burrow being off and injured, he's had two seasons where his seasons were ended. So, it, like, it's like how we talked about Lamar. He had yeah. the same thing, and now he played a full season this year. So we'll see if he's injury-prone or not. But when he's healthy, that guy's – I mean, he's in the upper echelon of, of quarterbacks yeah. in this league. Mike Preston, Pittsburgh Steelers go 10-7 and this year, eliminated in the playoffs by the Houston Texans. Uh, is quarterback at the top of the list? It better be. <laughs> it, it, it better be. I mean, because uh, he didn't have one. I mean, he had he had Pickett, and that's supposed to be the the guy. Or it was the year before, and then all of a sudden he didn't pan out this season. So, what happens there? Did they ever get Tomlin under um, contract? He has one more year left on his. All right, because I thought He's he was supposed up. to. He was trying to get a, a, a contract, and I had heard. Um, they offered him one at the beginning of the season. Right, that's what I heard. Did he have some family issues? He, he said he wanted to deal with it. Then he kind of backed out of right. it and said, yeah, we'll let it go. But then at the end of the season, I mean, coaches start looking around and saying, hey, we, we want more than a, a one-year deal. What do you got for us? And, and he doesn't have anything. Then your coaches start looking around and searching. And uh, what do they do with him? And, you know, there were all these rumors going around. It might be his last year, whatever. The Steelers don't, they, they don't change head coaches a lot. They pretty much stick with it. Thomas still has uh, plenty of fire, plenty of juice left in Pittsburgh. But, again, if you don't have a quarterback, especially in this league, you're, you're lost. You're right. You're, you're lost. Right. And speaking of quarterbacks, Ed Norris, the Cleveland Browns had four quarterbacks who played at least five games. Four. <laughs> they played five quarterbacks, and they're, playing, they're paying one the richest guaranteed contract in the history of the league. Everyone's playing checkers and they're playing chess. Exactly, exactly. So what do, what do they do? What are their needs in the offseason? Because the Sean Watson, you can't do anything with them. Well, considering that they've had thirty-seven quarterbacks since they've come back to the NFL, thirty-seven starting, not just on the roster, you know, four on the roster or something. Thirty-seven starting quarterbacks since they're back in the NFL um, after moving to Baltimore. I don't know. I don't know what they have. I don't think Watson Watson didn't look like yeah, you certainly not the video game Watson we were used to. Joe Flacco's not gonna be the future just because of his age. Um so yeah, I they're gonna have to find themselves a quarterback because they got a, a talented roster. They have perhaps the best running back in the NFL, one of the best pass rushers. They just they got a lot of talent. Well, what is he gonna be ready? That running back Nick Don't Joe. know. Yeah, or is he injury prone? You know, it's just they have a lot of questions. But um See, I don't I don't think I don't think they can, Mike, find another quarterback. I think that quarterback they have, they're stuck with it. I, I, I think they're tied into that one for <laughs> that quite money. a while. And, yeah. and, and you can get Joe back because that's not going to be big money. Joe just wants to play, and he can turn his baseball cap backwards and stand on the sideline chart plays for another year. Joe, Joe will be happy with that. But, nah, Deshaun Watson is the guy, and, and they're going to stick with him, and, and they're obligated to him contractually. They they got to pay him big bucks, so we'll see what happens. Does it? Does anyone here have faith in the in the least bit that he can get back to somewhat of the former player he was? Yes, you do. Okay, mm-hmm. because like I, I think it's kind of a combination of the layoff, the off the field. I think everything's affecting yep. him. Yep. And um, yeah, I, I don't know that he gets back to where he needs to be, but I think it's going to have to. I think he needs some serious, no joke, not all jokes aside, some serious therapy up top there. I mean. Not you know, physical therapy? No, I think I think it's all between his ears right now. I do. With everything that happened, self-inflicted. Yeah. You know, he's not a victim here. He's not a victim. But, you know, sometimes, man, you know, it, it could be so much in your head 
that that you know you gotta do some things to get it off your mind. I think that's where he is right now. I think everything that's going on right now is between his ears. A lot. We'll find out a lot once those quarterback numbers and the cap hits are elevating for Deshaun Watson. You know, like the the Bills got to figure something out because now Josh Allen's going to be making was it almost million. It's almost hit? fifty million against the cap next yeah. year. So. Because that happens, unless you re- rework a deal, somebody else is saying goodbye. That's why he loves signing those deals, man, because yeah. you keep getting money up front. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's why he signed that thing, man. Mm-hmm. Hey, you got to rework the deal, give me some money up front. Uh, I was on Amy Lawrence's show after I was with Amy Lawrence. So somebody told Amy I know the name of the show. But, Mike, I said, she said, what did the Ravens do in the offseason? In no particular order, because I go best player available in these positions. Cornerback, offensive line, Pass rusher. I think those are the three biggest needs for the Baltimore Ravens. And mm-hmm. and whatever the best, if you're picking number 30 and all of a sudden the best player on the board is a corner, get him. The best player is an offensive lineman, get him. Pass rusher, whatever the best player available are those three positions, Yeah, I think that's what you need, Mike. Yeah, I think you're in the ballgame. You know, I still think they, they, the, the tackle probably would be their, their top position. I mean, because you already saw the left tackle is struggling. You're paying um, Lamar Jackson all this money. You want somebody to protect his blind side. But, I mean, they're they're pretty far back, you know, where they're picking. So it's not like they're going to get one of these great, great tackles in the top 10 spot because they're, right. they're back. They're way back. Yes. They pick number 30, right? Yes. Yeah, so uh, what you said about taking the, the best player available will probably work out for them. Somehow. At whatever position that, that is, because right now I'm looking, yes. I'm looking down towards the bottom. Uh, the kid out of BYU right now, uh, offensive tackle, would be available. K- Kingsley is his first name. Don't try to get me to pronounce his, um, his last name. CBS has them at pick number 30. They've already done redid the draft. CBS has them taking Keon Coleman. Ed's guy from Florida State, the wide receiver. Ooh, buddy. The first round. That guy is a go up and get it. He is. Yeah, he, he is. Probably the best catch I've seen all year. Um, good player. I love the fact that he's going to go in the first round. Intrigued to see where he goes if he gets paired with the right person. You like but, him getting the wide receiver there, though? Oh, no. I'm just saying I like I like that guy. He's one of the players. He's that, awesome. Yeah. He's awesome. 410-583-1057. Around the National Football League at 915, but on the other side, John Harbaugh. Prepares for the offseason in his post-game press conference on the fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 